Welcome to X of Words, a new podcast for the new status quo, created for and by X Twitter. Every episode, a new guest picks a new question for a shotgun quick listen chat. One question, two voices, 10 minutes. Hello, hi. Welcome to another episode of X of Words. My name is Ashley. This is a space where we do 10 minutes on mutants. And sometimes it's insightful and sometimes it's bullshit. And all the time, it's fun. So this time I'm sitting down with Yanis. You can follow Yanis on Aurora Rose Wind. That's O-R-O-R-O-S-W-I-N-D. And say hi. Tell, tell them who you are, Yanis. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Aurora's Wind on Twitter. And um, yeah, I'm very excited to be back in another episode of X the Words to talk about Hey. another amazing mutant yes so so back in the day Yanis would only come here if we said the word storm three times and he would appear in the three chat three times more like five or ten you know like candy man <laughs> yeah <laughs> storm 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 in the natural <laughs> yeah but today is not about storm um, Shock, shockingly 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 um, I might mention her though, because I have ideas, but um, <laughs> like after, you know, I always find a way to like swipe her in, but um, yes, yeah, I know that, but like, there's always a way to get her in. Right. So this episode, uh, as well as Yanis talking about someone new, this is also a little bit of a new format. So this is the question of this episode is who is Elisa Targa, whose code name is Cypher? Uh, now, if you're new to this format, this is a little character episode. So we're going to do 10 minutes that should hopefully get you clued up on, you know, the, the, the sort of top strings of any character. So we're starting small with characters that don't have a huge backlog. Yeah, it, yeah, it should be fun. So in this, in this episode, we structure them with five basic questions. The first one is, who are they? So name, background. The second one is what's their power. The third one is what's their personality. The fourth one is some notable stories or feats or events that they've done. And then the fifth one is what we want for the future of the character. So it should just give you like a nice Cliff's Notes summary of who this person is. And hopefully that'll help you understand some of the other episodes where we just throw around names uh, and don't give a fuck who knows what. So... (laughs) With that said, I am going to hit our timer and our 10 minutes on Cypher starts. Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? Okay, cool. Yeah, it starts now. So give us a little bit on the background. So who is Cypher? (laughs) Cypher, um, Alyssa is a young African-American mutant who was created by Mark Guggenheim uh, in the the series Young X-Men. If you've never heard of Young X-Men, it's fine. I think a lot of people haven't. Um, But uh, yeah, she appeared in Young X-Men officially for the first time in Young X-Men number eight. But then she, it turns out that she was part of the storyline and just part of the X-Men universe since the new X-Men era. So the story of the character is that she was found for the first time by Jean during the 
I don't know if you remember, there was uh, that riot in New X-Men yeah. in, in town. So yes. during that time, um, during those events, um, Jean detected her like faintly, like her psychic presence or whatever. And since then, she was kind of slightly involved with mostly Cyclops because Jean was dead yeah. uh, during the young X-Men like era. And, um, and yeah, so she was... She was just this girl who was in the institute and like around without anybody knowing, except Scott, obviously. So she worked as a spy for him, and then she helped out like her teammates and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, she she's not really like she has very few appearances. She's less than forty, so there is mm-hmm. not really a whole lot to her story and like we don't really know a whole lot about like her background. We don't really know where she's from. We just know she got found in Mutant Town and that was that. Okay. So she has she got like a similar story to Sage in the original X Men. You know, like that secret member that you don't yeah, learn about exactly. until yeah. later. That you don't find out until but except her, she was really like I mean, we're going to get into her, power, her powers later, but mm. she was really, like, involved heavily, I'd say, without without literally anybody but Scott knowing. And so when she introduces herself officially to everybody else, her teammates, like Danny Moonstar, and, like, I think Scott mentions, like, most of the people, even Emma, Storm, yeah. They're not really cool with that. There was this girl walking around without like without anybody knowing. So like you don't we don't really know what she knows. We don't really know what she saw. Yeah. We just know that she was there. It never went to a lesson, never picked up a book. Oh, <laughs> I think the syllabus, never had to take any tests. Like why Scott mentions that she was an X-Men in training. Because in young X-Men number nine, she she drives the X Jet. So she has to have some sort of like yes. training. Yeah, true. Wow. Just like, I think she was just like a secret member who was just working just privately for Scott specifically up until she introduced herself to her teammates. Okay. To, to um, ink the pretender. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, she was the ex-intern. Um, mm-hmm. She's also one of the few mutants with dreads. Yeah. Which I liked. Yanis uh, gives you the panel by panel rundown, and I say she's got nice hair, <laughs> and she's black. That's but I mean that's all I need to honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, that gives you uh, a quick rundown on um, on Elisa's. How are you saying her name? I'm not sure. I thought about that too. Like the 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 pronunciation. I'm not. I don't know. Elisa's Tager is it either Tager or Tiger. Elisa Targa. Tag, tiger sounds, I don't know. What? I'm not sure. I mean, we don't even know where she's from, so how <laughs> we, we, we have no idea. But it's however you pronounce it. It's Elisa Tiger, Tiger, however it is. Okay, cool. So question two, and we have four minutes left, so we might need to pace through these. But question two, what is her power? So she has a few different powers all around stealth or just like completely disappearing so she can make herself invisible she can make herself intangible like Kate pride she can make herself psychically um cloaked without the ability for any telepath even like 
powerful telepath like Emma Frost couldn't detect her. Like only Jean could. Yeah. And then she also can make herself inaudible. Like she can make herself. So she can basically turn into a ghost, essentially. Okay. And like disappear without anybody see- seeing or hearing or anything of that nature. Oh, so like um, a mega level mind in your business. Exactly. Or a mega level looking at your business <laughs> you wouldn't even know <laughs> she's like okay let, what do we have here let's see <laughs> just walking Mega. around house by house reading just you're, you're texting people she's just like behind you reading like, yeah <laughs> omega level nosy that's what she a mega level in your business is what i'm thinking <laughs> oh shit oh yeah. Yeah, okay, so she's, like, perfect spy, um, kind of like, so kind of like Kitty in that these two things. But then she can also fly, can't she? She can fly when she Yeah, she can, like, fly and float and, like, I think she can actually fly. And then I think we see, because um, she's involved in, like, during the Utopia era when they're in, like, San Francisco, there's, like, we see her fight some some people and she's like phasing through them and she looks like she's like electrocuting them or something. She's oh, doing yeah. something to them. And so it looks like her power might have like an offensive layer to it also that we don't, we haven't explored yet, obviously. So a lot of potential. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause it, it would be interesting to see how um, far away she can hide from like mechanical stuff as yeah. well, or whether that comes handy when she deals with Nimrod. Yeah, I think um, I think it says that when she phases through like electronics, she it's similar to like Kate in the sense that she like disrupts them. There's a lot of potential with that um, with that power. I think. Okay, a bit of her personality. I presume this one's going to be a bit of a short one because we had we don't actually know very much. We don't know. She's very private. That's all we know. <laughs> she literally says uh, to. In Young X-Men number nine, when like Ink is like asking her question when they're flying to go wherever, she's like, oh, what's your name? Because like she was in the team and like, we did, so he had questions, right? And she mm-hmm. wouldn't answer any of them. And she's like, I like my privacy. So she's very mysterious. She's very private. I think she's obviously very scared of wh- whoever she was hiding from. Which... And so I think that there, that might tie into her personality too like maybe like the whatever trauma she went through when yeah. she was younger that made her hide so much and so often mm. um i see i see adds a, a explains why she's so like private and like quiet probably mm. just looking and that takes us then into the most notable things now with only 39 appearances we don't have a huge amount of notable things to share but tell us if you had to say two like character defining things that she's done wow okay two character defining things that she's done what are they so for the people very interested in her character Mm. the most important issue or the only issue really that has her as a focus is young x-men number 10 yeah which is when we see her introduction and so at the end of the that issue she has a talk with scott and she's like I've been hiding this whole time because um, he f- he finds out I'm alive, he's gonna come for me. But we still don't know who that he she was referring to is, yeah. and we don't know. We don't know like we don't know what happened. So I would say that is the first 
character defining thing for her because whatever trauma whatever event happened in her past uh is the reason why she was hiding so much and she's probably just hiding to this day and the second one is i don't know if she's a good ex-jet pilot because that's honestly most like the last time we saw her she that she yeah. was driving the she was in the ex-jet and she was literally she literally said i'm wasted up here which i think is a perfect representation of like her entire history as a pilot. <laughs> and she was like and yeah i think that's the last time we really saw her do anything that cool so she's a big hider but also trained and ready yeah she's a trained uh spy hiding from whoever it is so that takes us to our last question then which is what do we want to see for the future okay so for me um i think especially now i think the krokoan era is the perfect era for cypher to come back and to have like a significant role it's mm-hmm. because if you think about it the krokoan era is the era of like secrets it's the era of like backstabbings it's the era of like fucking sinister doing whatever he's doing over there and moira doing whatever she's doing over there so like what does it mean for a mutant for which nothing can be hidden from Mm. to live in this island with so much secrets and so many people with like their own agendas like what what did she see that she shouldn't have seen what did what does she know that she shouldn't know and how does that affect the way she maybe interacts with like the authority like so the council how does how does it affect the way like she interacts with like others like i don't know i feel like there's a lot of potential wow for her like i feel like honestly you can have an inferno type of events just around the secrets she she saw I was literally, I was literally thinking how much more interesting Inferno would have been if Cipher was the one front and center where Emma was. I think the big question around Inferno is like we're wondering how the fuck Emma, having been so quote unquote clueless up until this point, then is the sort of inciting character behind Inferno. But you're right, like Cipher, yeah. who probably wouldn't have ever broken out of that spying, observing habit, even on Krakoa, would be the perfect person to have seen all of the things that people must, right and then like just her coming and just like revealing all of it or not or like yeah. you, you can go so many interesting directions is she more of a spy is she xavier spy is she does she work for herself like yeah is she just did she just stumble upon these secrets and she was just like wait this island is actually fucked up like you, you know there's like so much you can do with that that like I think it's crazy that she's not really like even talked about. Wow. Well, thank you. I I completely agree. I think that's an amazing vision for the future. And also I think we should change our code name to like Fate or something. Cuz Cypher is entirely too close to Dugs and it's like yes. Very confusing for everybody. Uh, Which was I think it was part of the story in Young X-Men actually. Yeah. But I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> And it was Guggenheim anyways. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Yanis. All right, I'm going to tie us up there. Uh, I hope you guys have an amazing intro into Cypher. Go back, read Young X-Men 10, clue yourself up on who the character is. Uh, and that's one down. So thank you, everybody. Thank you, Yanis. I've been Ashley. I've been Aurora's Wind. And this has been X of Words. Bow. Bow. <laughs>
Someone that chokes, someone I fit aside. 